let's get ready to study God's Word. to one and all. Welcome to another episode of Rightly Divide the Word of Truth. This is Andrew S. Baker, and it's time for another devotional study. Please be sure to visit us at biblestudy.asbzone.com, where you can find links to our previous episodes and various Bible study resources. Let's have a word of prayer before we get into our study. Dear Heavenly Father, we want to thank you, Lord, for your mercy and your goodness to us. Thank you for the privilege we have to study in this kind of format. We ask for your wisdom and understanding to be granted unto us, and we pray that all who hear this will be blessed. In Jesus' name, amen. Our study, devotional study title, Not Like Before. Not like before. Genesis 31, 1 and 2. And he heard the words of Laban's sons, saying, Jacob hath taken away all that was our father's, and of that which was our father's hath he gotten all this glory. And Jacob beheld the countenance of Laban, and behold, it was not toward him as before. Genesis 31, 1 and 2, not like before, or as the King James puts it, not toward him as before. What is this story about? This is part of a story that people know, um, but it's not that common. This takes place when Jacob has been working for Laban for 20 years. Now, remember, Jacob ran away from his household because he had stolen the birthright and his brother Esau, twin brother Esau, threatened to kill him. And so he ran away, and his mother, his parents, but his mother's idea was to send him away to her former home. And he would hang out there for a bit and then come home. Well, a bit turned to 20 years, and the sad part is that he stayed away long enough that Rebecca died. Rebecca never again saw him. And so he stayed there for 20 years, ends up getting married. He ends up being under his uncle's hand for a while. He goes through all sorts of experiences, right? He was the cheater who got cheated, right? But most importantly, for our purposes, Despite all of the chaos that I just mentioned in the relationship, despite how everything was going, there was a certain way that Laban had looked at him. And there comes a point in the beginning of this chapter where Laban's sons say something, and it seems like they're talking among themselves based on the nature of the language and how they refer to their father. 
And then, upon hearing that, Jacob now pays attention to Laban and sees that Laban's attitude to him is different. And he realizes it's time to go. Okay? Now watch this. Let's go back and look. Just one chapter earlier, although a lot of time can pass in a chapter, just one chapter earlier, starting in verse 25, we're going to read a few verses here. Listen to what happens. Genesis 30, verse 25. And it came to pass, when Rachel had born Joseph, that Jacob said unto Laban, Send me away, that I may go unto mine own place, and to my country. Give me my wives and my children, for whom I have served thee, and let me go. For thou knowest my service, which I have done thee. And Laban said unto him, I pray thee, if I have found favor in thine eyes, tarry. For I have learned by experience that the Lord hath blessed me for thy sake. And he said, Appoint me thy wages, and I will give it. That's that's uh, Laban saying to Jacob. And he said to him, Jacob says to Laban, Thou knowest how I have served thee, and how thy cattle was with me. For it was little which thou hadst before I came, and it is now increased unto a multitude. And the Lord hath blessed thee since my coming. And now, when shall I provide for mine own house also? And he said, What shall I give thee? And Jacob said, Thou shalt not give me anything. If thou wilt do this thing for me, I will again feed and keep thy flock. I will pass through all thy flock today, removing from thence all the speckled and spotted cattle, and all the brown cattle among the sheep, and the spotted and speckled among the goats, and of such shall be my hire. So shall my righteousness answer for me in time to come, when it shall come for my hire before thy face. Every one that is not speckled and spotted among the goats and brown among the sheep, that shall be counted stolen with me. And Laban said, Behold, I would it might be according to thy word. Okay. And so there's an extra story here that you should go through the chapter, the end of the chapter. Um, but the last verse in chapter 30 says, And the man increased exceedingly, referring to Jacob, and had much cattle, and maid servants, and men servants, and camels, and asses. Okay, now we come over to thirty-one. And he heard the words of Laban's son, saying, "Jacob hath taken away all that was our father's, and of that which was our father's hath he gotten all this glory." And Jacob beheld the countenance of Laban, and behold, it was not toward him as before. And the Lord said unto Jacob, Return unto the land of thy fathers, and to thy kindred, and I will be with thee. It's so very interesting. Many times you're going to go through life, and you're going to find that the people who were friendly with you in a particular context, especially if 
your presence was beneficial to them for some time, those people may come to conclusions that your growth, your prosperity, your success is at their expense, even if it's not true. Now, the Bible doesn't make it clear to us if Laban's sons said the same thing in Laban's presence that they appear to say elsewhere at the beginning of this chapter, but it makes the two points known. Laban's sons are willing to say something that Jacob hears, which is, Jacob hath taken away all that was our father's, and of that which was our father's hath he gotten all this glory. Jacob is getting rich at our father's expense. And you have to understand, particularly in that culture, but even today you can see it, you have to understand that they are complaining not just for their father's honor. They are primarily complaining about their own inheritance. Jacob has gotten large at our father's expense on inheritance that would have been ours if it didn't go to Jacob and it stayed with our father. Even though Laban was willing to admit in the past that the Lord had blessed him for Jacob's sake, and even though Jacob could point out that you had a little when I got here, but since my coming, God has blessed it to a lot. And Laban didn't counter that. Even though that was the case, at some point, the sons become jealous of the growing might of Jacob and his family. And Laban becomes disgruntled, looks, his countenance was different towards Jacob. This might happen to you. This may have happened to you. People who you had a close relationship, whether friend or relative, who in a previous time saw you as someone who helped them, benefited them, and now see you as some sort of competitor or supplanter or replacer. Remember that God is on your side even when things are no longer like they were before, remember that God is on your side because the Lord doesn't change. God told Jacob, yeah, now it's time for you to go back. I know you wanted to run back a couple of times before, but absolutely this time, you need to go back and I will be with you. I will be with you. Don't worry about what you heard. Don't worry about how people felt. Don't worry about how it looks. I will be with you. Don't worry about who used to be on your side or who used to support you or who used to agree with you. It's not like it was before. But I will be with you. Jacob was mistreated a lot in those 20 years. Granted, Jacob did not come into this situation innocently. Okay? He didn't come into the situation innocently. 
but he certainly learned lessons along the way. Certainly learned lessons along the way. When you run into those same kinds of problems, don't let it sweat you. Don't let it discourage you. God will be with you. God will be with you. I'm not a big prosperity gospel person. I don't generally like the idea of emphasis on temporal prosperity. I don't think God wants us all to be poor, but I think that the love of money leads to really bad places, right? Root of all evil. So if I had to say which way the Bible leaned, it would lean against the love of money. It would lean against having a lot of money in the first place. Again, some of the most faithful people of God have had a lot of wealth, but we cannot deny that wealth corrupts very easily. Okay? So I don't think that the Bible is, is big on short-term prosperity as the primary objective. But God is interested in our success. And just because he's interested in our long-term success doesn't mean he's not interested in our short-term success. And sometimes that success has material components to it. The most important point is that God will take care of our needs and that he will be there even when other people look at us not like before, even when other people falter in their support of us, even when they start to view us from the point of competition rather than support, cooperation, or with familial ties or anything. We need to remember that other people may change their opinion and their focus and their impression on us. But God won't. He will be with us, and he promises that. Also remember that on this trip back home, Jacob is going to wrestle with God. There's a lot that goes on in here. It's so important to see. But the key thing is, don't worry when things are not like before from a human perspective. Because God will be with us. He promises. Genesis 31, 1 and 2. And he heard the words of Laban's son saying, Jacob hath taken away all that was our father's. And of that which was our father's hath he gotten all this glory. And Jacob beheld the countenance of Laban. And behold, it was not toward him as before. May God help us to not worry about other people's changing perceptions of us and to just trust in his continued faithfulness, especially when he extends a promise to us that he will be with us. Let's close with a word of prayer. Dear Heavenly Father, I want to thank you, Lord, for your mercy and goodness. Thank you for this particular lesson. You know how often we have these stories that are not paid attention to on a regular basis, and we're glad for the lessons that are contained in there. So please help us, Lord. Help us to put our faith and our trust in you, not in princes or in men and women. Please bless us and help us to be faithful to you as you are faithful to us. 
We pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Thanks again for listening to this podcast. You can reach us via email at biblequestions at asbzone.com. We look forward to hearing from you, whether you have questions, comments, suggestions, or concerns. We also recommend that you check out the True Wisdom Podcast, where Robert and I discuss Bible stories and topics together. Both of these podcasts can be found on over a dozen platforms, including the major ones, Google, Apple, Spotify, and Amazon. Please remember our ministries in your prayers. Until we meet again next time, may God richly bless you as you prayerfully study and share His Holy Word.